Your attention, please. The Santa Fe and Disneyland passenger train, the E.P. Ripley, now loading on track number one for a trip around Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. All aboard. Hey, everybody. It's the Boy Hattie Podcast. I'm Annie. We're already sitting here talking about Cat Denning's titties in, in Thor 2. <laughs> so, gotta get this going. So, as always, we are broadcasting live from Bill's basement. Uh, Not always. We, we, we haven't broadcast live from here in a while. As quote, always, unquote. <laughs> Uh, but this week we are joined by beloved boy howdy listener Brian. Hi. Brian came to Portland on a visit for his birthday. Technically his wife Yesenia is here too. Yeah, well, his, yeah. so we got some, you know, I got some, as Bill is pointing out, we now have had the majority of our listeners. Well, if there's a the fourth person in the room, and it's, but they're not like interjecting, but you can hear them in the background. I want to make people think we got a haunted podcast. Well, <laughs> there's too. a ghost of a dead lady laughing at shitty ass jokes out of, out of social obligation. <laughs> Yep. That pretty much describes my presence on the podcast. So yeah, Brian uh, was kind enough the last time he was in Portland. Uh, he reached out to Bill and I to have a drink. Bill was busy. So my wife Foley and I got to hang out with Brian. We really headed off. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, we had a great time. Yeah, How so long were you guys in town for? This time we were in town for about four days. We got into town on Thursday morning. And so yeah, I actually spent the first half of the week in Seattle, uh, spending some time with my mom. Um, and then spend the second half of the week here. Okay, so but like you guys have like regional people in town, or not in town, but like at least there's other stuff to do other than just like yeah, uh, yeah. It's not just pals. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. You yeah. say that like it's no big deal. Well, <laughs> to people who have not been to Portland before, oh well, there's only Portland things. Well, you know, we always like whenever anyone comes uh-huh. to Portland, it's always the Portland spiel. You got to go to pals. You got to go to the Chinese gardens. They did not have to... voodoo donuts, thank God. They yeah. dodged that bullet. Though it is at the airport, probably. So if uh. you want to, also, well, that's the thing. There's also pals at the airport. That's like, true. Half, yeah. the, half the stuff everyone talks about, like you can just get them in the airport five minutes after you get out of the airplane, and then you can just say "fuck it," I've already had the Portland experience, and go home. It's a, it, there's a reason the whole city's referred to as PDX. That's yeah, because the whole exactly. city's actually contained within the exactly. Portland airport. Yeah. Bill, you're a terrible spokesperson for a city. <laughs> I like it. No. I'm the one to everyone always talking about the gorge and how everyone wants to see the gorge. But that's a weird thing to recommend to everybody. Go, go see this crack in hey, the earth we got hey, right outside. Get did yesterday, Bill. Go to the gorge? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you guys go to Edgefield? Uh, no, we did not take yeah. to Edgefield. Oh, man. I was looking at rates for Edgefield this week. Man, Edgefield's is great. Like, what the hell would you so call Edgefield it? So, Edgefield is fascinating because... So, we didn't get to... Oh, wait. You've been to Baghdad. So, it's yeah. a, another McMinniman's property. And their uh, whole okay. shtick is they take old buildings and then redo them and make them into places where you can drink beer. Uh, so, Edgefield is an old poor farm uh, that they've converted into this, like multi-use space so they turn the fields into a golf course it's right up on the gorge so that's the only reason why i brought it up um they turned the powerhouse into a a restaurant uh they turned the barn into a movie theater um the main house where all of the elderly uh poor people lived is now your hotel and all these little shacks and shed all over the property they converted into bars so in on this property of a few acres, there are no less than thirteen places to get drunk. It's kind of <laughs> it is like this little Waco property yeah. of like Waco complex. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. You're a really terrible spokesperson. Well, I, still, I still haven't been to the strip club where you can eat steak that you recommended to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you recommended this to me in an email. Yeah, it's all fully new too, and it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> hamburgers are only okay.
okay. It's not like you're going to go there just for the hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really just... Hamburgers plus tits, though. It's a yeah, pretty compelling no. combination. And it's not even about naked women, but any kind of naked genital. You just don't want genitals that close to your food. <laughs> <laughs> like, in any kind of... I'm you sure, don't. I'm serious. Like, the health, count, the health department doesn't shut their asses down because it's just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grease, like, grease burns and titties just seem like a terrible combination. Yeah, it's kind of like that greasy smell kind of place, too. It smells like a diner, kind of like yeah. a greasy diner, and they got ladies dancing. It's all just kind of like... It, everything's got a film of grease on it. It's yeah, including kinda... titties. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Which, that's actually not that bad when you got titties taste like hamburgers. <laughs> uh, so, oh, Billy. No, you guys had a good time, then. Yeah, no, it's been a great time. You get you, did you, did you, did you, so I'm gonna interrupt. Last night we went to uh, the ringside, which uh, Brian, y'all should feel very honored because this is a, pl- a steakhouse uh, that we've only, fully and I have only gone to for birthdays and anniversaries. Oh, so this is the first place. time we took someone else. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Are you guys both meat eaters? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Very much. Um, in fairness, it was my birthday, so yes. you have not you have not broken your chain of only oh, going there for birthdays and anniversaries. An excellent it's not your point. own birthday. Did you guys not get the song like a song sang to you like the the whatever the the, the restaurants chained fake happy birthday song? <laughs> well, it's, there are only two, and it's a Portland like restaurant. Yeah. So uh, they did, however, while we were there, there was another table, and they did sing happy birthday for the person, but it was the people at the table who sang happy birthday, and then one of the servers sang "Ain't No Sunshine" by what? Mr. Bill Withers. And it was this wasn't to us. This was to no, a, a this another table. table. That's, uh, yeah, it was kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cute because he wasn't the most skilled singer in the world, but he was. Go- he was <laughs> and just he customized the song for whoever's so birthday it was. Yes, Darlene. So was so you know. I like you got that. You got that hit of awesomeness without being yeah. embarrassed by having exactly. to like be subjected to a happy birthday song in a restaurant. However, I did tell them that it was Brian's birthday, and they did customize the menu to say happy birthday. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, like a sharpie. Yes, Bill. Whatever. They just dip their finger and spit. <laughs> they the also top. scribbled down like their 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 uh, tip rates at the bottom. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you guys have a good time, though. Yeah, no. But so you went time. up to Seattle. You didn't do any geeky stuff. You just went up to visit family. No, I was there actually. My mom flew out because my mom actually lives in D.C. And oh. so we were. It was a vacation for the both of that us. That was the easiest place to meet. Was up in Seattle. Yeah, it was the place we wanted to meet. So okay. we made it happen. You didn't have like um, lunch at Valve or anything like that. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, I I don't go out to the east side when I'm in when I'm in Seattle. If I oh, that's a nasty it, so. part of town. It's the it's the suburban shishi oh, part of town. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Um, that's my everyday. So. See, when I go up to Seattle, I just hang out in Bellevue, like outside Nintendo's headquarters, with a map, like exactly yeah. with just your copyright infringing materials <laughs> and a Target. Well, I'm also offering free hugs to anyone who walks in and in, 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 in two hours or out of the building. Free, <laughs> free hugs and blowjobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Um, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, he managed to miss ECCC. Well, that's yeah, the only thing I was, was going to ask. Yeah. yeah, I saw not, some of your tweets about it, but... Mm. Uh, not that I was up there. I've just been watching uh, Emerald City Comic Con on, on the internet and all yeah. goddamn things, which is hilarious. It's kind of like this fake, like, it's like you're attending, but it's online, which is kind of the best, because you could, like, watch, uh, you could watch people, like, you do the cosplay watching and then go poop. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, in the privacy of your own. Or, like, without wearing pants, you're like, oh, yeah. man, that's a great uh, Walter White, and that's, you know, oh, my God, but, like, oh, well, what? Uh, maybe I should masturbate for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. Again, in the privacy of your own home for a change. <laughs> have you ever been up to Emerald City? No, I have not. Okay. I'm actually really mad I missed this year because um, my dear friend Shannon Waters is going to be up there, the editor from Yeah, Food I Comics. can't believe you, me and you have been living in Portland for 10 years and neither of us have ever been up to that uh, goddamn convention. Yeah. 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 
Hey, what else? What else? <laughs> I'm killing the conversation. So, uh, this, uh, on Friday night, we did, uh, we just ordered pizza, stayed home, and we rented a movie, and we decided to rent Thor, the second Thor movie, The Dark World. I liked it so much! I think it was actually my favorite of all the Marvel movies What so does far. Doctor Who do? Uh, he is barely recognizable through, really? like, 18 pounds of makeup. But I gotta say, Bill, you gotta watch this movie just because they did a lot of practical effects and practical makeup that's Didn't a lot more compelling. they just a whole bunch of costumes and sets from, like, Game of Thrones? Yes, Bill. And I said, now we're all elves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. No, it was my favorite of all the Marvel movies so far. Because yeah. I think they hit all the notes they were supposed to. It was Have you goofy heard fun. freaking out about Captain America, too, about how good that's supposed to be? Huh. Uh, is it out already? I guess it's either uh, out it's or out it's April just about 4th. coming out soon enough mm-hmm. that, like, all the critics and all the people have been seeing previews are like I know it's out really overseas yeah. now that you mentioned the Game of Thrones thing I'm pretty sure that Doctor Who actually was pretty much just a uh, white walker yeah um, I really think about it they didn't do oh, the eyes but he had like, like, like a white see I haven't yeah. seen it. all I know you saw was playing the villain but I had no and like something about dark elves or something like yeah. that yeah. yeah it's really good though I, yeah. I concur on the really good stuff like I, li- I enjoyed the first Thor movie but it felt very plotting and felt a little too long to me whereas this movie we paused um, during the movie for folks to uh, somebody to answer a phone call and it was an hour and ten minutes in and I had no idea I felt like we were just like maybe 30 minutes into it it's a yeah. really brisk enjoyable Natalie movie did Portman do anything in it? not really okay <laughs> <laughs> she's present uh, she manipulates. Did she get kidnapped trans, if you know or what something I mean. like of that? Of course she yeah. does, Bill. No, 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 no. It's disappointing from that standpoint. But what's interesting is that it really scratched the Star Wars itch for me, yeah. which really surprised How's me. That? The um, something about the practical practical effects, like um, Asgard, feels a lot more Star Warsy to me this time around, and like something about the fighting and the you know, chemistry and everything. I think the reason they even brought up the Game of Thrones stuff is because I think one it's of the directors, by, yeah, it's yeah. a Game of Thrones people, yeah. if not, yeah, so that kind of makes sense. It would yes. be more practical stuff and, like, yeah. yeah, actual sets and costumes and, yeah, not quite so CGI is. Yeah, as and it, it felt a lot stronger for it and I just thought it was really a lot of fun. I, I'm surprised that those guys have been able to continue, like, a, a, reason, a reasonably decent level of quality for all those Marvel movies. Yeah, and especially, it's always tricky when you have a new team, like a new creative team. But yeah. they, Especially they, when they switch up creative teams between films too because yeah. I could see if they brought Kenneth Branagh back and he, you know he's no slouch when it comes to telling but like I said stories, but this yeah. one was better than the first Thor movie but I think it, it, it had the advantage of it didn't have to set up the yeah, Thor universe just straight to the yeah. yeah. it's just about goofy adventures in this fantasy universe yeah. which I enjoyed a lot I would watch a ton of Thor movies Cat Dennings get a magic hammer at the end and suddenly she's an Asgardian now that's and <laughs> up the third Thor movie Cat Dennings <laughs> did get some pretty good comedy beats in this one I'll well, just say that well she's the comedy relief in those movies yeah. right? well, what I like yeah. about Cat Dennings in the first movie she was actually my favorite part of the first movie because she was kind of the fangirl presence in the movie yeah. which is something that they haven't done before which I was really delighted by but she was really really charming in this one. Oh, okay I liked it two thumbs up I was really surprised that it got like a sick when I look we got it on iTunes and they show the Rotten Tomatoes rating and it had a 63% it was actually it's not what do you have to be to be certified fresh like 80% I think it's over 75% I was just, I was really shocked because I thought it was really pleasant. It was just a goofy thing. Then you Cat Dennings for you at least. No, that no, excuse things could, an extra. You could have removed Cat Dennings from that movie and I still would have really enjoyed it. Okay, I'm not saying that's the only reason you liked it. They did a better job of bringing humor to the non Cat Dennings elements of the movie. Oh, it just okay. felt very good. There were some really good beats and they allowed Chris Hemsworth to be a little more goofy. And, uh, didn't they go back and refilm like a whole bunch of extra Loki stuff? Because at some point they were like, oh man, everyone loves Loki. We gotta put more Loki in this movie. That it doesn't, doesn't feel, feel contrived like or anything like no. that. Oh, okay. like the yeah. Loki is I could see that now in retrospect but I think that the movie is not necessarily about Loki it's 
Yeah, but they, they the way he is integrated is really good. Isn't he turning really to Captain cool. America at the end blow everyone's mind? Is yes, that the thing? Yeah, he yeah. does do that. Yeah, that, it's not uh, the very end. He I does heard, this little joke. Yeah, but. I heard more about that than anything else in the movie. It was like, oh my god, you gotta see this crazy scene where, oh man, he's gonna fuck everyone up in Avengers 2 because now he can pretend to be other people. Uh. <laughs> Watch the movie, Bill. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, I started watching both Thor and Captain America and couldn't get through either of them. But then oh, I hated really? them, but I got distracted. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things if I'm not at the theater and I'm not into yeah. it enough. I'll just turn off or like I'll come back to this later Captain America is worth it just for his um, British agent sidekick lady love interest she was fantastic so she's not coming back for the sequel because she's dead no but they are making her own TV show for her which I'm really really excited about by the way that's a period TV show yeah it's about her at the time oh this is like one of the 12 Marvel TV shows what's her name Agent Carver I'm excited I'll I'll watch that one just because that lady I wonder how much Marvel continuity you can squeeze into a TV show that takes place in the 40s then they don't have Not to worry about it. Know, it can be the military guys who fight dinosaurs yeah, yeah that's true yeah well, that's i mean there were bills are come up with your own universe well, it could still be more related i'm gonna point out that cap i mean those comics were then like that's the whole point of captain america uh, there's a, a lot point. of them that's right i forgot but i forgot comics you know, are old <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so bill tell me about jim henson creature shop show did you did Brenna not browbeat you into watching this yet? No, because Brenna's relationship with that show is very complicated. Really? And, well, yeah. I mean, what, you secretly hate Muppets or something? You're not going to watch a Muppet? Fuck you, You Bill. have an Amazon Prime account. It's I free hate, on Amazon. I, I hate reality TV. I really find it impossible. It is true, because they make everyone live in the same house, and it's mostly about, you got you got you have to pair off and start dating someone else before you're allowed to build a Muppet <laughs> creature. Fuck you. No, <laughs> I just weird. really struggle with reality TV. Like, the artificial oh, I hate reality show, too. Yeah, Except but I can't. Boss. You guys ever watch Cake Boss? That <laughs> no. show's terrible. Well, it's, it's about I a was dude a cake decorator. Cakes. I can't watch that the shit. The guy makes the worst looking fucking cakes. <laughs> <laughs> that the Is that the cakes they make on that show? They're not terrible, terrible, but for a show that's supposed to be about the specialty bakery that, yeah. like, I can make a cake shake like Battleship, except that's a soggy Battleship. That's yeah. kind of, like, not really the right color. Yeah. The guy's a baker first, and he's not really an artist, but it's very cute. Uh, anyway, what the hell are we talking about? Jim Henson Creature Shop Show. I can't even remember the name of it, but, yeah, brand new reality show where it is a bunch of people, uh, they, uh, I, get, I, I can't remember what they're vying for. It must be a spot on the Jim Henson Creature Shop team mm-hmm. to make creatures. And so, yeah, so you've got, like, a dozen people, they all pair off, and they have, like, the first, at least whatever the first episode is about, is they have to just come up with, like, an underwater creature from scratch. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool, because, like, unlike most uh, reality competition shows mm-hmm. where, especially, like, cooking shows, where the quality of whatever everyone making is kind of abstract, mm-hmm. this is, like, you know, like, you don't know how the food actually tastes. You could right. say, oh, well, this person's making some fucking fried pickle ice cream, and you're like, oh, that sounds nasty, but you can't really judge it for yourself if it's any good. Exactly. But, like, making puppets, yeah. You're like, oh, that looks great. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh, that puppet <laughs> broke. You fucked up. You're out. <laughs> just making puppets with yeah. eagle eyes and fur yeah. and feather and shit like that. That's the best part. And it seems to be, even when there's people having conflict, at least in this first episode, it's not so much played up like, oh my God, they're going to kill each other. It's more just like, I don't know. Who yeah. knows as the show develops, the like, sure. interpersonal conflicts become more of a thing. But... I had friends trying to get me to watch Face Off, which is the sci-fi show that's, that's what about... what a lot of people were bringing up when I mentioned the show on Twitter. Yeah. Well, the thing about Face Off that I struggled with is that they would do this really awesome practical effects, but then it's still reality show lighting. 
And so much of that is, like, made or broken by the lighting. Did they not do, like, a film test kind of thing? Because that's the thing what they do, at least in this first episode, is once everyone's built their puppets, they actually do, a, like, a cinematic film test to see what it would look like on film. So you get oh. that. Yeah, so it's not I just, not... I made a puppet here. And especially because it's Jim Henson Creature Shop, it's not just about building, like, Sesame Street Muppets. It's yeah. They're actually building, like, like dark crystal-like creatures and right, stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah, so there's, like, they're supposed to look more organic. Okay, that's so rad, then. My question is, in either of these shows, during the inevitable confessional segment, can you either bring in the puppet <laughs> yeah, or no, the makeup in order to assist you? Yeah, I can. <laughs> well, I watched you know, all of... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. It's the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> you on as a consultant oh, um, this is pretty much what needs to happen hey we could be we could be we could be contenders for the second season we could start like i haven't made my own puppet over there yes right? you did it from scratch from bro. the internet we <laughs> <laughs> oh. right. yeah, no, it's a really cool show uh uh there are the three of the judges uh one of them is brian henson this yeah that's son awesome of, uh, jim henson and the third Brian Henson made the awesome Muppet movies that were at the turn of the nineties. Like he he was the director of like Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, those unfortunate films. And that, the, the 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 I will the shit in your mouth. I will <laughs> shit in your mouth. No, keep talking, motherfucker. Did he actually direct those? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Those were him. It's motherfucker. The first episode of the show comes out. He comes out and says, "Guys, before we start the show, I want to deeply apologize for Muppet Treasure Island and Muppet Christmas Carol." You ass. <laughs> They're not as good as anything my father could have done. I wish I was. Dead. Uh, they were no um, uh, Muppets in Space, yeah. but uh, what you did? Get? They have Steve Martin in it. No. Go fuck. <laughs> no, those type of movies are actually. I no, I saw no, the Muppet uh, Treasure Island though. You introduced really? me. Really? You guys care about Muppet movies or anything that much? I I did not really grow up that much with the Muppets. I saw the Muppet Show. Brian. Yeah, Muppet Show is the shit. Brian, yeah. have you never seen Muppet Christmas Carol? I do not believe that I have. Oh, oh, you're so... gonna be all shocked. You're yeah. only. One... I'm just gonna pro- throw it out there. This Christmas, watch Muppet Christmas Carol. It is. We'll genuinely... fly you guys back out. Here. Exactly. We'll <laughs> Terry. Yeah. It is genuinely the best version it of Christmas Carol cute. I've ever seen. It's really charming. You will not regret a moment of it. Okay. If you regret a moment of it, you may come and well, spit in my face. It's dark but... and spooky, though. You think of Muppet yeah. Christmas Carol's going to be thoroughly just like, Bleh! which I guess maybe it's that's what you really, oh, yeah. they have. They actually hit the emotional beats really, really well. Okay. And um, yeah, it's like, it's it's kind of sweet and sad and beautiful and funny. It's yeah. actually the only version of the Christmas Carol that I've ever watched. Really? <laughs> yeah, you know they... what? You That's probably wise. <laughs> There are a lot of bad Christmas carols in the world. So one of the other judges is Kirk Thatcher, which no one else in the world is going to know except for me. But Kirk Thatcher is the punk on the bus in Star Trek Four, <laughs> who Spock gives the nerve pinch to because he won't shut off his radio. Is that really his claim to fame? He's a special effects guy. Okay. He just happened to be. All right. <laughs> Wait, okay. he just happened to be cast as that guy for that movie. Sure. So he's a, like, there's a reason why. Okay. He's like, it's not like he shows up. He's like, yes, I'm a noted extra <laughs> on this film from 40 years ago. Yeah, I don't know if he's basically just a Sam Rockwell in Galaxy Quest. And that's yeah, exactly. Thing, yeah, but, no. um, but yeah, it's funny that he's one of those. Oh, it's a cute little show. I can't even remember the actual name of it. But if you just like go to Amazon. I don't even know what Netflix is. Is it an Amazon actually? series or is it an actual? No, no, no. TV Amazon show? Prime is just doing that thing where if you subscribe to Amazon Prime, it's I think it's on the Learning Channel or something like that. But then you can, if you don't have cable, the yeah. easiest way to legally watch it is to have Amazon. Prime. Other than finding an internet dumpster, I'm sure you can find an internet. Dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man! Speaking of internet dumpster, I found all this Disney shit. So last week, 
Uh-huh. On a whim, I got this book. It's over there. It's called The Disneyland Story. It's just a book about whole about the design and the building and the evolution of Disneyland. Uh-huh. It's a very cool little book. And that got me on this big Disneyland kick all week, which is funny because I've never been to Disneyland. You guys have probably been to Disneyland. You guys are Southern California. I've been to Disney World. Oh, really? So I grew I... up on the East Coast. I grew up on the East Coast. So I think we've both been to oh, Disney Oh, that's right, because you, you guys just came yeah. out to Southern California. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I've been to Disney. I actually have been to Disneyland once, not as a kid, but like maybe when I was in college or something yeah. like that, but only for like an afternoon or something. And like we also You just like flew over on a helicopter just because you're going off to business meeting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They just buzzed the tower. Yeah. <laughs> Disneyland as my 20th birthday thing. Because yeah. I was like, I'm going to celebrate being an adult like this. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a fantastic great. thing to yeah. do. So yeah. you had a good time? Yeah, I had a really good time. Uh, that's the only time you've gone, though. Yeah, Fully to Disneyland. has yeah. never been to a theme park in our life. What? Really? Yeah. I'm... I'm Where, uh, where's she? Yes. Where's she Thank from? you. Southern California. What the fuck? But her family didn't have any money and, you know, her, her, her mom had severe social anxiety. They have a river so you like... can kind of like just like... <laughs> That's Apocalypse now kind of sneak in. <laughs> yeah. Well, just... I read your... You tweeted something about the deaths or accidents in Disney. Yeah. Well, that's the other so thing I, I started that. looking up too. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people fucking Apparently die. You can't in swim Disney. across that river. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the Mark Twain River. What the hell? Well, you can <laughs> swim in. You just can't swim out. Shockingly but, uh, lethal. Disneyland in less than a year. I mean, granted, oh, it took really? a while to design the stuff. They didn't start breaking ground I in Disneyland no until like August of 1954, and they didn't open it until like just like the the next July. Which that sounds fucking crazy. Again, all this stuff I've never been to Disneyland, so I, I, it seems like it is kind of a small park yeah. compared to like at least Disney World because yeah. I've been to Disney World and that is just fucking huge. But yeah, they, they have... say like one part of the Animal Kingdom of or whatever in Disney World is like the size of the entire thing of Disneyland. Yeah, well, I guess Disneyland really is designed so that you can see well, not maybe see everything, but like you, you can, can visit everything, everything a within a day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas Disney World is specifically designed like you could take you a week just to even even get around the whole goddamn yeah. place. If I'm remembering it correctly, you can see Disneyland all in a day. And and then the water park is like another day. Yeah, because I forget there's actual separate parks now. It's not just about Disneyland, but don't they have... Is there a water park and then there's like Adventure California Shithead Adventure? <laughs> yeah, yes. I've never seen that stuff. I just saw whatever their Magical Kingdom one yeah. is. Yeah. I don't so know. I found an internet dumpster. They have, uh-huh. uh, like 10 years ago, They uh, Disney was putting out all these like Disney Treasures DVDs. Yeah. And yeah. One of the things they put out was uh, one just about the history and creation of Disneyland. Oh, really? Which a lot of it is the first couple episodes of the Disneyland TV show from the 50s. Oh, it's just really? dedicated to, like, even yeah. before the park opened, it was yeah. just about the design and the building of the park. Oh, that's so I was fantastic. watching some of that shit last night. Why did I even bring this up? This has nothing uh, to do with Internet anything. Dumpster. Oh, we're talking about yeah. internet dumpster. That's the only reason why I brought this internet dumpster. Phil, I'm so excited that you watched some bootleg Disney bullshit. Yes. Yeah. I stuck it to the man. Oh, and yeah. the other thing. So the first episode of the Disneyland TV show uh-huh. is all like Walt Disney saying, okay, well, we don't have... Technically, this show's about the park, but we haven't built it yet, so we're really just going to show you random cartoons for an hour. It's kind of a weird thing to do. Yeah. But then I forgot one of the cartoons takes up 20 minutes of the goddamn first yep. episode of the Disneyland TV show. It's fucking Song of the South. Oh, seriously? And, like, it's been a long time since I've seen any Song of the South shit. And I was like, oh my god, this is fucked up. Because, <laughs> like, Song of the South has this whole reputation. I forgot yeah. that, like, all the characters are speaking the most kind of corn like, hey, what are you doing here? This, like, oh, the whole black thing. And I forgot all the characters are designed to be black because they all have the dark fur and everything like that. And even there's, like, this, 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 this fox character who is supposed to be, like, he has lighter stuff on his lips, but it's done up to kind of, like, it's kind of blackface mm-hmm. design and stuff. And it's been, like, which is funny, because when, when I was a kid... One of the records I grew up listening to all the time was a Br'er Rabbit record. 
And so it, it was this weird combination of nostalgia yeah. for me and also going, oh my god, I never realized how fucked up this shit was. <laughs> yeah. It explains a lot about you, doesn't it, Bill? And I forgot that, like, Uncle Remus, the guy telling the story, he's an actual, like, he's not an escaped slave, he's a former slave who's still working on the plantation that he was enslaved uh, at. And mm-hmm. for some reason, when they said, okay, guys, you don't have to be slaves anymore, I guess he just decided to be like, oh, eh, I'll stick around. <laughs> I'm not doing anything else. I got white kids I got to tell stories to about black foxes. I'm not shit. even going to have this conversation. Yeah, what is it? Is it's... it Splash Mountain at Disney World? The one with the briar patch? And, like, the fact that they haven't removed that. Like, the fact that it's still... <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was so confused as a kid because I grew up in an age well after Song of the South was not acceptable. Exactly, yeah. Viewing. And so, but I would go on this ride and I was like, what Disney property is this? Because yeah. I've never seen Do anything. they have the characters in there and everything? Yeah. When you're yeah. in line and stuff, they sing you songs and stuff. Yeah. It's there. Like, they haven't changed it. And I have no idea, wow. like, why there aren't, like, picketers out there every day well, demanding this get taken down. I'm just going to say but... it. They fucking took down Mr. Toe's wild ride. But the fucking Briar Patch is Oh, still that's there. one of the things in this Disneyland story God damn it. They mentioned, like, sometime, like, ten years ago, they, they decided to fix the brakes on the Mr. Toad wild ride. And which slowed everything down so much, so they actually took the whole new brake system out because people liked it better when you like you had like whiplash. Yeah, kind of cracked me up. So yeah. wait, did they tear down Mr. Toad's Wild? Yeah, I haven't it, finished the book yet, so I don't know the details. They turned it details. into a Pirates of the Caribbean thing. What? Oh, oh, they talk about how they smashed a lot of stuff and took a lot of stuff down to create New Orleans Square. Oh no, no, excuse me, they turned well it into a, a Winnie the Pooh ride instead. Okay, oh, really? much more acceptable. She's a big Winnie. I don't know. No, don't get me wrong. I'm a Winnie the Pooh advocate as well, but I love Mr. Toad's Wild. Ride. What was was that like the teacups or something like that? What kind of ride no, was no, that? No, 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 no. It was one of those rides where it's just like Disneyland? a panorama where you kind of sit in a cart and then you go through this thing that tells the story, so which is really always a wild my ri- favorite oh. kind of ride because mm-hmm. it'd just be about like all these cool props and these cool animatronic things. And, like, oh, I showed a wild, wild ride. It was like a crazy like you're getting yeah. whiplash or something like well, that. Well, no, it's all because you're kind of Maybe in you're in that. one of the roadsters. So there's a part where you're like Mr. Toad well, doing like a crazy. It's shit. a ride through the wild. It's not a wild ride, but it's a, it's 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 kind of almost like a play on words a little bit. Like ah, yeah, <laughs> I see what you did. Well, I gotta get my ass in Disneyland someday because I've been reading about the history and construction, and everything about like I one of my I had a, like a, a storybook when I was a kid uh, that was talking about Disneyland, but it was back when Disneyland had just been built, and so even when I was reading about Disneyland as a kid, a lot of it was about oh here's Disneyland under construction. So like I have all these images in my head burned in of like. Oh, we're still just building Sleeping Beauty's Magic Castle and stuff. I need to see that goddamn place in the flesh someday. That's fucking ridiculous. I don't oh, know. Bill. I have a friend of mine who's, um, when she was growing up, her father was an Imagineer. And, uh, or no, not an Imagineer. He was just like a custodian or something but at, at Disney. And uh, which one is in Florida? I always get confused. Disney, Disney, that's World. Disney World. Disney yeah. World. So he was a custodian at Disney World. And so, or like some sort of minor mechanical engineer, but not a true imagineer and so um every day they'd come home from school and then they would go with their he, he worked in the evenings so when the park was closed yeah and so that he would take them to the park with him and they'd ha- they'd play there almost every day for the last couple of hours while it was closing and then wander around after it was closed that was her childhood wow can you imagine that she must be so bored of life no she, she still as an adult loves disney in fact right now at this moment she's on a vacation to disney okay is it true that they roll up all the grass after the park is closed every day? i will have to ask okay i'll let you know i'm very curious about yeah. that there yeah. are no mosquitoes in disney world in florida 
Florida, and you have to imagine like what kind of dark magic. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That well, the fact that the place is essentially built on a swamp. Yeah, like, exactly. even the fact that it hasn't like fallen into the ocean yet or anything yeah. like is a minor miracle. It's yeah. all the 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 children they sacrifice. The yeah. fact that the giant Epcot ball hasn't fallen off yet and rolled around and crushed everybody like Katamari Damacy. I'm waiting for that to happen. Anyway, what else? So, Bill, tell us about your ECCCC from afar. So yeah, so I was mentioning on the podcast I was listening. I was watching Emerald City Comic Con mm-hmm. via the internet, which is uh, Emerald City Comic Con seems to for the first convention I've heard about that broadcast. You have to pay for this, mm-hmm. but it broadcasts all of the footage from its panels mm-hmm. via the internet. For you throw down fifteen bucks and you get just you could watch everything all weekend mm-hmm. long, which is really nice because that's a hell of a lot cheaper. Actually, mm-hmm. probably a ticket to get into Emerald City is probably cost more than the 15 bucks mm-hmm. you, it yeah. costs just to watch this shit online so um well not, not only do you get the like the the celebrity panels i was watching yesterday they were talking to michael bean the mm-hmm. guy from uh, uh terminator and the aliens who played hicks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh all kinds of stuff like that but last night a saturday night they had the costume ball Mm-hmm. And so it was four hours of the most fucking craziest cosplay. Again, you just watch it from home. Mm-hmm. This shows I'm sitting here in a basement on a Saturday night watching <laughs> a comic book convention cosplay ball. And yeah, it got to be like 10 o'clock last night. I was like, I think maybe I've made some wrong life choices. <laughs> but I was happy though. I was like, this is fucking awesome. You've made the right life choices. Well, I was doing that while playing Dark Souls 2. It was yeah. the best thing. You know, like, I just spent half the day working my Star Wars snow speed model kit oh, and Bill. I'm watching the people dress like Princess Leia on, on, the, on, on the computer. Oh, but it was just really cool. And yeah. it turns out one of the people... Do you know uh, Claire Humble? Yeah. She was... Uh, so the, the, the yeah, pe- She had her big Game of Thrones uh, They thing. won first place and I forgot that was her. She was yeah, one of the she people. was Ashley Greyjoy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And so that was just kind of a cool... I wish more conventions did that. Well, most of the big conventions do. Do they? Yeah. Because I know Bill, Arcane... go to fucking Rose City, you asshole. Wait, they do, what, they transmit Oh, panels? oh, the panel thing. That's what no. I'm talking about. I'm Wait, sorry. What, what I, thought you, you meant, I thought you meant a costume ball. No, I'm like, literally that. every convention. No, doesn't. you don't want to throw a cosplay ball because those people are crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> watch it from the safety of your own home. <laughs> yeah, you probably get better, probably better you viewing experience better watching view. it online no, than yeah, like... I think Pax did stream. They have a thing with they Twitch. They've done where some they, streaming. But I think it's yeah. only live streaming. It's I don't think it's very like, spotty. Yeah, like, that was really. by, you never know whether you're going to get decent Twitch, audio. But so. Well, I remember yeah. it was Acquisitions Incorporated. Yeah. Uh, the last time we were all there together, that yeah. you guys went down to go see it. And I was like, "Fuck yeah. it, I'm tired. I'm going to be. I'm going to sit in the hotel room. The hotel room right across." the street yeah. where they were doing the thing. look out the window and see the And I had a better experience than probably sitting there just eating a Subway sandwich and drinking <laughs> a bottle of water watching this live experience that's going on literally across the street. I could probably zip line from my yeah. hotel room down, down to the roof right above where they're filming. Yeah, yeah you definitely and, Yeah, no, that was like that was an ideal way to spend like just de- decompressing on a Saturday afternoon during yeah. PAX. Yeah, it was good So time. Bill, what were the favorite costumes of yours that you saw? Oh man, I wrote notes. I know. Uh, I was trying to prompt you <laughs> organically. There are two little kids dressed as Calvin and Hobbes. That's adorable. Yeah, one for one kid dresses Calvin, one kid dresses Hobbs. But the kid that dresses Calvin was also carrying around a Hobbs doll, <laughs> which I, I, I doc breaks. I was gonna say it breaks Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lady dressed as uh, Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. uh, but when she's all like filled with like soot and stuff like that. Bill- and, and her husband was dressed as Dread Pirate Roberts, <laughs> which that totally makes sense. It's like Smashbook right there. Yeah. What else? There so, Bill, a- speaking of being able to take a break and masturbate, was that one of those? moments no i was just kind of like yeah i was like i was just so happy just like yeah i was too happy to master <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i can't 
super happy. That's why, that's why I know if I go to Disneyland, I can like, oh man, this is the masturbation free zone. I'll be so happy I don't have to put my hand in my pants. <laughs> There's a whole family dressed as incredible. There's all kinds of just crazy shit. Like tons of people still dressed as Harley Quinn though. Yeah. What anything yeah. else? Like yeah. like huh, huh, Harley Quinn. That's like the most popular comic yeah. book character created well, in the last think 20 about, years. Exactly. Well, and also think about if you were a young woman in the 90s uh, consuming <sighs> I media. I think that's a lot of that, too. That yeah. was like the most awesome and interesting female character in nerddom. Yeah. Like her and Xena. Was that's it created it. for the show? Or yeah. One... Oh, yeah it was okay. But then retroactively creation. built into the comics and everything yeah, like that. But exactly. that's kind of the funny thing. It's like the most popular comic book creator, uh, comic book character the last 20 years. Yeah, started off as a cartoon character. Yeah. 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 Good old Paul Dini. He knows his shit. Yeah. But yeah, Emerald City. A lot better than cool. Jubilee. Oh, as far Jubilee. As, uh, the X-Men Jubilee? X-Men Jubilee was created, Come I think, on. for the You don't want to wear oh, a, oh, really? a yellow so. rain slicker and hoop earrings? Come on. <laughs> What's her power? Uh, she shoots, like, fireworks or something. Oh, she's fireworks? Dazzler. She's Dazzler, but for a new generation. <gasps> oh, my God! I never made the connection that she's just Dazzler! <laughs> oh, you my God! The guy from Hogwarts is cat? <laughs> <laughs> blown my mind. I'm glad I could do that for you, Annie. Oh, <laughs> wait. Wasn't Dazzler the chick from the 70s who had like roller skates? Yeah, she and she did like a light show. show. Like she yeah, was. Yeah, that's what she really was. Just that, that was it. Just, just yeah, and so show. Jubilee's the same deal. Jubilee has like light powers essentially, oh. and she can blind the Sentinels or whatever. Friend of the podcast, like... Kelly Nelson, loves Dazzler. I know a lot of people love Dazzler just because, well, a lot of it's ironic love because it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, there's something about, superheroes are so intrinsically dumb. And (laughs) at a certain point with the X-Men, you're going to be scraping the bottom of the superpower barrel. And there's just something about Dazzler where it's just like, okay, disco power, sure. (laughs) Why not? I'm surprised she doesn't actually shoot disco balls that incapacitate, uh... Her. She's a bolo. That's just uh, disco balls. Oh my god, does she really? <laughs> no, that's not just as yeah, likely as anything else. That's valid, yeah. Do you guys care about the X-Men? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he I'm just laid X-Men. down some. some <laughs> like that, like, like, you'll just because you know Wolverine's got like claws made of chocolate or whatever the fuck. Doesn't mean <laughs> Where's it filled? They were filled with Adam, aluminium, Yeah, X Men was. Oh, and he got alu- What are you English? No. Aluminium is a joke. Oh, it's a really funny it. joke I was making. <laughs> I can't believe the British got that wrong. Did you know today's British Mother's Day? They fucked up. Also, <laughs> also it's British time changed. Yeah. I was, I was, according to I Maxwell know. Motley, had the most misleading tweet of I all know. time. I, I was like, too. it is neither Mother's Day nor I got confused by that. Where I was like, oh, wait, do I have to check the clocks again? <laughs> yeah, yeah for a moment there, was panic because we are making this flight. And I was yeah. like, wait, did the clocks jump? I was like, but my cell phone would have changed if it <laughs> yeah. happened. So, so yeah. I'm so glad that we were all tricked by Maxwell Motley. Well, then I heard the Mother's Day thing. I'm like, oh, shit, I fucked up. Okay. Then Maxwell Wally, but it's also April Fool's Day. Oh man, Tuesday. Wait, oh Tuesday is gonna be April first. Yeah, but yeah. Oh god, we can't pay attention to any kind of news stuff for the whole first yep. half of the week. It's not gonna be on the internet. Uh, I'm really excited though because April's Annie Tattoo Month. I'm so excited that it's finally all April. month, every day, every day, Bill. How, you can get 31 tattoos. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's all up your spine. No, it's gonna oh, be Pokemon. No, oh. no I got uh, um, my my tattoo appointment is on the 14th. 
I'm so excited. You're going to get the whole thing done in one day? Yeah. D- so you, your tattoo has to be bigger than you thought it was going to be. Well, so Dylan, I asked a uh, friend of the podcast, Dylan McConus, to design this tattoo for me, but she hadn't really done a tattoo design before. Uh-oh. And the, you have to, to have a tattoo that's going to stand the test of time, you have to think about where lines being too close and how they might blur and whatnot. Like, there's a reason why a lot of tattooing involves shading. Yeah. Because shading is really forgiving and over years. And I wanted to do a big cross-hatching thing. So I, I went thought to, it was going to be a flat black silhouette. No. Oh, no. Oh, hell no, son. No. Oh, okay. I wanted it to be kind of look like an illuminated script manuscript. Not an illuminated manuscript, I should say. Like a like a, um, like a a heavily hatched sort of illustration. Kind of like her dance macabre sort of yeah. stuff. Like with that kind of, not heavily hatched, but like that kind of hatching do, accent. Do you, have you guys thing. seen Annie's idea for the her tattoo? No. No. Why? Oh, it's not on this phone. But uh, it's going to be Knight's Templar and uh, two knights on one horse sort of yeah. thing. And then in the long term, I'm going to have that on the, an inner arm. And then on the my other arm, I'm going to get Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid escaping Aww. on one horse. So it'll be like this sort of mirrored thing. Would, would they share like a, like a mirrored silhouette, essentially? Yeah. So it's like that visual. Thing. Exactly. Because yeah, yeah, my whole pun. thing is that where I struggle with tattoos... And one of the reasons why I haven't gotten a tattoo the whole time is that I don't see, I with my own body, I see my body as a canvas, and therefore having one item out of context floating in the void with other items floating in the void is just really doesn't work for me. Like, I really see my body as one complete canvas, and I want to have the placement and orientation and symbology be as deliberate yeah. as, like, the individual pieces themselves. Yeah, you can have a tattoo. I know! So I'm like, if I get a tattoo, where will I put it? And then I want to have a mirrored thing so it's balanced visually. So I put a lot of thought into this. So are you, well, you, now you're going to be obligated to have uh, Last of Us. Two writers I was actually horse. thinking about that. I was like, where would I get that? I was actually thinking Small about that. Small the back. Yeah. And then, of course, I am going to probably fuck this all up because the more I think about it, the more maybe I will... If I become obsessed with tattoos, which most people who get tattoos, really yeah, it seems like one. once you once you get the first one, it's a slippery yeah, Like, why not get more? Yeah, I kind of think I'm thinking about getting a Robin Hood sleeve. <gasps> yes, because there. My thing about Robin Hood is what, that like I, a full arm sleeve that would eventually yeah. incorporate the tattoos that you're already thinking about getting. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I, I, my thing about Robin Hood is I love my favorite thing about Robin Hood is our illustrations of Robin Hood because they're just basically common themes and every artist brings something different to it. And so I was thinking about well, what. Like I, there, are all, and there are all these particular moments in Robin Hood. So I'm like, well, maybe I get a full sleeve of all my favorite Robin Hood moments. Who would you get? Who, like, what kind of illustration style? Like well, I was file? looking at them, but my favorite illustrations would not translate to tattoos or yeah. also the the images well, themselves. Not... You just have like all the fuck you. What? Um, uh, then you my... go down to Disneyland, you get a free pass. Look at that guy. Look at my arm. They're like, oh man, we're, yeah, you don't, don't, that, that's your free pass, lady. <laughs> that's right. You don't have to swim into <laughs> the river. <laughs> 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 Fan, a great tattoo would actually be like an old time uh, Disney pass, like tattooed on the inside of your forearm. You just show off. Like, oh no, be kind of cute. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and the person like take account would be like, "This fucking cute. That's seventy dollars." <laughs> I was like, it's anyway, anyway, no, um, I can't remember what's going on. I'm You're just talking about tattoos. I'm really excited. But yeah, no, like uh, uh oh Ellie... no. So I'm probably I actually have to have our ta- my tattoo artist redesign it. Because um, the some of the lines are just too close, okay. and they're just gonna disappear. So to can have she it be... email it directly to your artist so yeah. they, they oh, can go back did. and forth? Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, she has the, the thing, and so I'm probably gonna have to have her redraw it so that it'll actually work. How, how big is it gonna be? Well, to have it be the way Dylan designed it, it would have to be like literally about like take that up big. most of the meat of your arm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I want it to be about yay big. Oh, so yeah, kind of like a large coin sized, yeah, as opposed well, to like a, little, a dinner a plate. Bigger than that. I want no. it to be kind of like three by two. A hickey-sized. 
what kind of person is giving you hickeys? Hickeys Well, if you look at a Muppet, it's like kind of like a shaped vagina. It's mouth. <laughs> Bill, I'm officially concerned about the safety well, of all of your sexual partners. I try to keep like just out of like it's, it's like if I'm alone in bed, it's a little too far out of reach just to grab right off the shelf. Okay, I officially regret this entire life. Welcome, Welcome, Mel. Welcome to the Boy Howdy Podcast, aka Annie's Unending Regret Parade. <laughs> Dear Welcome to the podcast, Lord. everybody. So, uh, what else did I do this week? Uh, I played Infamous. Uh, thanks to the recommendation of a friend of the podcast, Jacob, a.k.a. I Hate DRM, uh, he streamed some uh, Infamous for us on the PS4, and I was convinced probably about 15 minutes in, because as long-time listeners know, like Brian, like our friend Brian here, I love these dumb open-world games where it's just like a bunch of objectives that you can just slowly tick off. Yeah. I find these sorts of games very soothing and very like meditative, and they actually really help the mental well-being. But it's so funny, it's like, you don't like Grand Theft Auto games, but you like specific, like, Grand kind Theft of saboteur... Auto's, see, that's the thing. Grand Theft Auto is a little too too massive and too too mission based and stuff not even that it's a little too they've got their head up their own ass too much a little bit i don't know like because well, from a plot wise and story wise that's yeah and sure. even like the world like i don't like all the mean humor and everything it just there's too much there that just rubs me the wrong way yeah. that it totally loses the whole meditative aspect but yeah things like saboteur and infamous and like uh, like Row. yeah, Saints Row and like Spider. You never played. You never got into the Crackdown games or Crackdown. The, the objectives and I don't know. I think there has to be some element of the world that I find intriguing too. Yeah, because Crackdown is totally generic, me. just uh, jumping around. Yeah, like I do still like characters and story, and there has to be something there for me to latch onto. And Crackdown is just a little too blank. So when you were up in Seattle, it was all nothing but like sub pop references and Nirvana covers, just like the world of Seattle is an infamous. <laughs> I keep on hearing people convetch about. I was, uh, yeah, I'm actually excited to play Infamous. I haven't played it yet. Um, I played a little bit last night, but I didn't play the mm-hmm. Seattle bit. Um, and so I was very excited. They have the alternative weekly, The Stranger. They have that. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, weird that attention. Was nice. It's very specific. Attention to t- detail. There's other stuff yeah. they couldn't license. Like I guess the EMP is not in there. Yeah, you know, the thing yeah. at the base of the Seattle. The, yeah. the, the the space needle and stuff like yeah. that, yeah, but I, the other things they had, they had they had those details. Yeah. You know? I worked in Pioneer Square for a while. We weren't able to see the like Pioneer Square Square yeah. last nights, but I'm excited to see because I know they have like the little glass arch thing. That's yeah, yeah. So sounds like Pike's place is like Larry's place or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Like the, the game fish market. Yeah, fish. Like hey, fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what we mean, right? Wink. It, it's so a fun. It's pretty good. It's. I was telling Brian, my one issue with it is that it looks next gen. Like visually, it's pretty. Well, that's the other thing everyone's talking about. This like the first next gen, Jenny yeah. game. Yeah. Um, but the gameplay is still all very. There's yeah. nothing next gen. Well, yeah. I mean, what? Like, it's gonna take a while before designers can start taking advantage. Oh, totally. Of Though I will say this, it does suffer from the we are a Sony owned studio making a Sony old owned launch game. Yeah. Because it has a lot of dumb like. Oh, uh, well, to do the tagging, this literally the first thing the game makes you do is tag a wall, and so to do that, you take your you take your controller, you turn it sideways, and your fist like it's a it's a spray can, and you oh, shake you mean it. all the weird controller like shit. Yeah, motion. yeah, jerk off. <laughs> well, does the controller change colors then too as you're spray painting and stuff, just to show like, oh, you're using pink, uh, no, your controller's blue. But you do aim the spray paint yeah. with the six axis, so you have to yeah. like, move oh, it, so it's like 2006 it all over again yeah. playing Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. 
they don't seem to do it in any of the actual like combat moments, which is nice. But it's just, always like it's these just optional objective that stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah it's just Aren't you making like kind of Banksy stencil art stuff? Very much so. Very yeah. much so. And what's funny is that depending on you when it's it is a really dumb shit transparent morality system. Like the first yeah, decision you we're... have in the game is like, do you kill your family or sacrifice yourself? And it's like, are you kidding me? Sure. No. Yeah. It's totally the penny arcade. Do you kill the kitten or do you send it to college thing? Where it's exactly. no there's no option just to leave the kitten alone. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Foley is spoiled because the first game she played with any sort of morality system was Mass Effect. Yeah. And at least Mass Effect, it's not, you know, good or evil if Paragon or Renegade. Well, you know, if it's good or evil, you don't know what the immediate effects are going to be. It's not quite... It's, it's yeah, there's it's more nuance. They, they nuance it in a couple different ways, too. Yeah. yeah where... But even then, and Foley's like, well, let's try being badass. I'm like, no, sweetheart. It's not going to be badass. It's going to be choking prostitutes. Yeah, no. And, it's like, gonna be killing grandmothers. Yeah. yeah. But what's funny is that so one of the things that there are a lot of little things in the game you can do to affect your good and evil rating but one of the things is this tagging system and it's really kind of ridiculous because you're making this dumb joke like someone on my twitter feed was saying yeah infamous is weird game i spray painted a squirrel on a wall and now i'm a hero it's <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> a strange strange so thing, really but. this is a new jet guard radio is what you're saying uh, you know what, my um, uh, a friend of the podcast, Conley and Jimmy, they were like, now I really want a new Jack Ryan radio game. Yeah, because those games are, well, at least the first one was fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm enjoying Infamous. Two thumbs up. What do you think of the main hero? Because everyone's oh, complaining about a, he's a douchebag. He's a boring... He's totally like... <laughs> the most interesting thing is that they do have a fictional First Nation culture that he is from. So what? he's like he's like a Native American, which is kind of cool. Oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. I like his brother far more. His I heard like his brother started. Doesn't at the beginning of the game, his brothers all like, "Oh my god, these powers!" He's, and then he's later, later he's like, "Man, yeah, use these powers, fuck them up." It's, it's like weird. there's a weird thing. The of writing in this game. He reacts game. realistically to finding out his brother has magic powers, and then suddenly he's like, "Yeah, let's go." Well, Bill, I'm 15 minutes in the game, so. <laughs> What's your favorite magic power? <laughs> I have smoke only, so my favorite power so far is smoke. I have three <laughs> minutes in the game. Does it make you want to smoke? No. You're sober this week, right? No, man. Yes, I'm still sober. I did not fall off the wagon. I am still sober uninterrupted. Uh, uh, was it like six weeks now? Uh, I was. I think my first day of sobriety was February 8th. So. This is as long as it takes something from the Wells Fargo wagon to get here. If you were like in the Music Man... You've been wow, so Bill. you've been that sober for that, that was long. That's a hell of a comparison. <laughs> yeah, just throw that I out there. If I had a day to come up with a list <laughs> of all the points of reference for time in general that you would use, I, I never would have gone to oh the Wells Fargo wagon and the music band. If you had ordered a, a, a bathtub from Wells Fargo on the night the last time you had a drink, it would be showing up now. Annie sobriety bathtub. We'll be showing up right wow. about now. All right. I'm really flummoxed by that, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Congratulations. I have, not, I have not fallen off the wagon. I have to say, talking about it openly on the podcast has actually helped. Okay. Because there was a night the other day where I really, really, really wanted a drink. And, and you didn't want to have to come up on the show and be guys. Yeah. Yeah. I really didn't. And, like, honestly, that almost more than thinking about having to tell my family and thinking about having to tell Foley and, like, that. Just to be accountable to strangers has really helped. So thank you, Boy Hattie Nation, for being there for me during my thing. Mm-hmm. My thing. Can, can I can I uh, make you things easier, easier with uh, uh, Starburst jelly beans? No, but I can take this Cadbury cream egg. Yeah, knock yourself out. Girl. There's also, if you guys also want some, there's, uh, I, th- I think there's some caramel eggs in there, too. Half no. Baseball Candy Crazy. No, I need actual ca- caramel cream candies. eggs, motherfucker. What am I going to do? Take this classic? Am I not wrong? Also, I 
I made a cunnilingus joke about Cadbury Cream yes, Eggs this did, week on, on and Twitter. I was really mad at you. What? You said it in the po- podcast last week. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I said it on Twitter too, and everyone accoladed me. It was, <laughs> it was positive feedback. And, well, again, I'm concerned about the sexual partners of all these people. Did you see Tezuka Sexy Mice? That was interesting. So, have you guys ever heard of Osamu Tezuka, the guy who kind of is the godfather of Japanese manga? He was producing stuff in the 50s. His daughter, finally, I guess when he died, he left behind his work desk and a drawer was locked. And Mm. so they only finally managed to bust it open this week. This this part keeps me news and reviews, but who gives a shit? But they cracked it open, and his his daughter found this whole stash of sexy mice girl drawings. Yeah, and they're yeah. very super cute. They're not really sexually explicit, but it's just just sexy mouse girl kind of, kind of like. Ah. Do you notice there's also a sexy snake? Yeah, or it looks it's like it swallowed a woman or something like that. It's, it's crying. A snake with tits. There's a story there. <laughs> I just think it's mean... crying. Or or maybe the snake ate the mouse, and that's the mouse's tits pressing through the body. Of the snake. Oh, that's <laughs> even hotter. <laughs> And with that, we're going to take a little break, friends, and come back for the Geek Week interview. Brian, we're going to send Brian and Jacenia here off in their cab, but thank you all so much for showing up and putting yeah, up Yeah, no Brian, do you have any okay. grand statements to make for the Boy Howdy universe? Uh, no, no grand statements to speak right. of, but thank you if for keeping If you ever want to murder suicide someone in a really crazy way, this is a good time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Edit or upload the podcast. Oh, you know, you'd have to kill us and then uh, up uh, and do all the editing and uploading. The time is Yeah. Okay. All right. That was a really great way to uh, send a person off. Bill, happy birthday plus one, Brian. Thank you very much. We'll make it up much. to you the next time you guys are on the podcast. Yes. Next time you guys are in town. Okay. We'll be back for the Geek Week interview. Okay, we're back. It's time for the Geek Week interview, now that we have sent Brian and Jesenia on their lovely way. Is it Jesenia? I thought it was Yesenia. It's Jesenia. Okay, I kept on calling her. I know, you're an asshole. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it's both a Y, and I'm an asshole because I get her wrong a couple of times too. Yeah, because you sent me the email saying, yeah, I thought it was Yesenia. Well, that's how her name is spelled. It's like me. I'm Annie without an I. This is already going to be the world's worst Geek Week interview because we didn't actually even talk about everything that we were going to talk about. Tell me about Brooklyn 999. I finished it. It's good. Oh, but you was on your show, show last week. But you put on your show notes for this week. It's, was it the series ended? And I like what it? happened. Did he confess his love to the lady? He did actually. Because I saw the previews. Uh, no, it was, it's really funny. Did show. she I say yes? Uh, well, he just walked away, my friend. Oh no. Oh. So it's like that. It's a fun show. So it's like the episode of Spider Man where Spider Man walks away from the garbage can with his with his with his face in it. <laughs> Because yes. that's not a creepy statement at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, there's a couple things on, on the Geek we, we, we didn't get to. Uh, so you like Infamous? Oh, no, I was going to talk about more about Clone Wars. Okay, go ahead, Bill. This is my weekly Clone Wars update. This this, this shout-out to Conley and Jimmy, who are on our last week's podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, Conley was. Mm-hmm. Jimmy was AWOL. Mm-hmm. I got it, so you, you you might want to check out this Clone Wars shit sometimes. Uh, they speak very highly of it. This week episode I watched was, it was the... Um, Diplomats almost end the Clone Wars through mm. diplomacy, mm-hmm. but then it gets fucked up because war profiteers on the good guy side say, "If this war ends, we're gonna lose our money, so we gotta get in there and fuck shit up." And so they make it so they keep the war from ending, and mm-hmm. that's great. It's just cool to show a little kids show, yeah, like the basics of war profiteering, yeah, and how corporations can keep wars running just to keep on making money even at the expense of billions of innocent lives, yeah. Uh, what else there was? Um, there was an episode where 
this whole planet full of little kids start getting sick and dying, and everyone's thinking, oh, this must be like an evil plot by the bad guys. No, it just turns, turns, turns out the bureaucracy of that planet decided to cut corners on the kids' lunches. Seriously? And decided, like, I think it's, the kids are being fed, like, this, like, like essentially, like, a soda that they decided to, like, start getting cheap for the ingredients that are going into the soda that accidentally turns into a poison that starts killing kids. Are you That's kidding me? That's an episode! Wow. I think Pat Me Alma Dolly gets down to the base of the, because she, she's going there, she's trying to figure out, like, okay, who's poisoning our children? This must be an evil plot from Count Dooku. No, it just turns out, like, it's cut, 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 cut uh, cutting corners with kids lunches wow that's the plot of a star wars cartoon i was like that's actually pretty deep that's wow. pretty cool and uh, there was also one episode where anakin actually gets to see his future he gets oh, to see seriously? himself turn into darth Vader and stuff he get he, he loses memory later but it's nice to see him for five minutes like realize how what an evil asshole he's gonna become and then he's actually no i gotta do everything i can to stop because this is fucked up because like in the star wars prequels they do such a big job of kind of making him uh, like a bad seed from the beginning. Yeah. That, like, even if he found out that he was going to be Darth Vader, would he even really care that much? Yeah. But no, it's nice to see at least once when he actually does see what's coming. He's like, yeah. holy shit, no, yeah. I got to stop yeah. that. But then shit happens and, and he he forgets about it. Aww. Conveniently enough, because you can't have Star Wars where he's like, yeah, I'll become Darth Vader. <laughs> but, you know, Clone yeah, Wars, Wars continues to be pretty goddamn good. Oh, yeah, just interesting. There. Well, once we catch up with Hannibal... And uh Yeah, what do you think of Hannibal this week? I, I haven't seen it. Oh really? I had to catch up with Hannibal. I had guests all week. Did they not so, care like Hannibal? Well they're they um they're they're uh Brian and Jacinia. They're watching they watch we caught up with Brooklyn nine nine with them. That's almost the same but, thing. Uh, it's identical. But no, they I don't know where <laughs> they identical? are on Hannibal, but they're really behind on their T V in general. So Well, yeah. like you were telling me about how they actually have real lives. Yes, they do things. They're not like so us like... where they actually have like adult jobs. <laughs> Brian's a lawyer, Jacinia's a social worker yeah. and all this other stuff. They're genuine superheroes. Yeah, they don't have enough time for like building Star Wars. Horse models and watching the Clone Wars <laughs> Build. and building Legos. Oh, oh this is the other thing I did this week. I built Cloud Cuckoo Land. Oh, look at you, Bill. <laughs> the Cloud Cuckoo Land um, uh, kit from the Lego movie came in this week. It's got a snail. Oh, wow. Oh, the snail's cute as hell. Oh, it's got moving parts. Like, it's got gears so you can, like, move bits and, like, other bits wow. move and stuff. Man, I love Legos. It's the best. Yeah. Nice. For people at home who can't watch this. <laughs> And he's just I'm, and I'm he's just like Bill's bricks, if you know what I mean. Bill's uh, cuckoo land. Anyway, it's cute. adorable. Because the snail, look at the snail Lego guy. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I have to put a picture of the snail in the show notes. <laughs> oh, Bill. Uh, so that makes you happy. Anyway, yeah, so what else? All right, friends, time for the Geek Week in Review. Oculus Lift Rift, to quote Bill. Oh, let's always go, man. What's up, Tom Broca? Oculus Rift. Oculus Rift. Beat the shit out of you. According to Bill, open quote, Oculus Rift done got sold to Facebook for two billion. What do you call them? Thar dollars. Close quotes. Yes. Are you as an Oculus Rift backer? Are well, you this is actually great because I have no furious. interest in Oculus Rift or Facebook. So, so this is just two things I'm out. disinterested it's in. It's kind of a bummer. I I do feel bad for all the people who kickstarted that expecting. Why? As long well. Yeah, Why? Know. No. It is, when you, a Kickstarter, you and I have had this argument before. A Kickstarter, in no way, in nowhere in the fine print did it say, this will only I be know, this I indie know. little startup, blah, 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 As blah, long blah. as they received the uh, backers' rewards they sure. were expecting, yeah. the uh, Oculus Rift people have no further obligation to the backers beyond that. Yeah. But there is that kind of ideal that, even Kickstarter itself, 
kind of buys into that, kind of promotes this as like, you're not just even kickstarting a project, you're kickstarting an idea. They did. And they, they got did. bought by Facebook. They got, but not to get that. So the Oculus Rift Kickstarter was just less than a year and a half ago. Yeah. And I think. I, if, if I if if I were investing, well, I can't say See, investing because now you'd be rich. Dude. I know. <laughs> well, not even that. It's not an investment. It is a donation. But if you're supporting these people, you're hoping they it would stick around for longer than a year and a half. They are sticking around. Sell. They're now. Well, I know, but you know what I mean. But like, like without being beholden to some monolithic corporation. Oh, instead they should be beholden to the people well, no, who it, pitched it, in five dollars. It was a guarantee that like Oculus Rift was never going to come out in retail without. The no. company being bought by somebody. Yeah. You just would have hoped that they would have lasted. Also, Facebook. Even if they were bought up it's by a weird, an actual it's hardware, a weird thing. but Facebook's not a hardware company. Yeah. Well, that's the thing why everyone's uh, upset about. It. Not even the fact that it's Facebook. Yeah. Also, Facebook has no. Yeah, they have existing no, no like yeah, infrastructure. They have no way to this. distribute this. They have, they have no manufacturing partners. They have no relationships with uh, yeah. software developers or anything right. like that. Yeah. Like beyond like you know so games that's for Facebook. That, uh, yeah even beyond just oh my god i hate facebook there's real reason to be concerned that about I can this understand. ever actually coming that out i didn't hear from anyone though everyone's just going oh my god facebook i mean on the flip side too facebook has also got a shitload of cash and if anyone yeah. could fund oculus rift to be to reach its potential awesomeness that's the thing yeah but it's who knows what's eventually gonna happen it's a weird it's a weird move there's yeah. no there's no it's like if the telephone company suddenly bought out valve or something like you're some kind of yeah. weird, like what well okay well that's yeah you know because telephone companies they'd be rolling in that mad <laughs> telephone line dough <laughs> these days but, but yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 almost like not even worth talking about because it really is just who knows what's going to happen yeah. with this. But it is funny that, like, it's more just interesting about the outrage. Yeah, and... people feeling people feeling direct ownership over something that they pitched in, like, anywhere I, from 5 I, to $200 for. Judging from our, our both takes on this. Yes. You're like, yeah, you, you're we, we've talked like, about this in the past. Not, you let's feel... like, Notch agrees with me. And he, although he's more justified because he actually invested $10,000 yeah, in that goddamn yeah. thing. Yeah, well, I like that he's like, we're no longer doing Minecraft. Well, that though. was, talk about putting your um, See, money See, that's in your different. Mouth Shit. That's a whole different thing, though. That is someone who's doing a business partner partnership and who is whose business and business yeah. decisions directly impacted by those partnerships. He has grounds to talk about. Stuff. I know, like he said, he was there like two weeks before they got sold. Yeah. He was actually at Oculus Rift headquarters talking about, okay, like, like, okay, we're gonna start working on Minecraft. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? Yeah. You're killing me here. Yeah. Yeah. He is allowed to be. Indignant. Yeah, well, the other thing is, like, it's it's not worth getting so wrapped up about because at least you've got Sony's work on virtual. If you're just worried about, oh my god, I would want virtual reality. Yeah. Um, you could also build a time machine, go back to uh, 1994 <laughs> like Game Boy. when people were trying uh, to do this shit. Yeah, virtual go back. Boy. Yeah, virtual Boy. Just tape your face and you're fucking done. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, like, yeah, no, Sony, I mean, man, Sony must have been like, oh yeah, we picked the perfect time to announce our fucking yeah. VR thing a week yeah. before. Yeah. Oculus Rift gets bought out, and Valve still is messing around with their yeah. own stuff. So who knows? Who knows? It's entirely possible all this virtual reality shit's going to wash out, and it's just going to be like it was twenty years ago anyway, where yeah. no one ultimately gives a shit. That's a, it's going to be a hard for that stuff. It's still oh, pretty yeah. cool though. It's going to be a hard road to hoe. Well, here's the thing: at the end of the day, I have vertigo problems and glasses and an astigmatism. That's the thing. No one can so explain to me the... if any of this works with anyone who's wearing yeah. glasses, except for like one person online said Oculus Rift did have a switch that will like will compensate the focus of the device. 
advice for you, whatever prescription you need. But that doesn't work for all people. Well, if you have astigmatism, all, yeah. like, there's all kinds of, like, yeah, exactly. That's not a one catch-all thing. Supposedly, Google Glass will actually, you can actually take it off its headset and actually attach it to your uh, uh, glasses. Yeah, seeing me as more of an cool. asshole. Yeah. Well, even at, at least you'll look a little bit less like like you're trying to be Jordy LaForge. At least now you just look like, look like Borgified version of you. Exactly, Where You just yeah. got your glasses, but then you got some sh- shit hanging in front of you. <laughs> but. Yeah, Oculus, uh, it's a weird thing. It's a weird time in gaming. The gaming market is something that I never would have expected it to be right now, yeah. you know, with like big name creators leaving developers and or being asked to leave developers and like all this weird turmoil. And... It is weird that like the sudden interest in virtual reality again, too. I yeah. guess maybe since 3D didn't work out, everyone's like, well, yeah. maybe we can do another. I mean, it makes you, sense that the, all these corporations are used to selling big hardware and expensive experiences. And with the proliferation of the internet and everything like that and how easily digital content is available, how else are you going to sell someone a unique and discreet experience? See, it makes sense that Sony's getting into virtual reality because that company is all about trying to back very weird hardware just, sure. just yeah. to sell it to people. I mean, right. they, they were the ones more than anyone else trying to back those 3D TVs. And when that yeah. fell, this almost seems like their backup plan now that 3D yeah. TVs have fallen through. They were like, what else is like 3D virtual reality? Like, yeah, virtual reality, we'll bring that back. It makes sense. Yeah. But it's weird that like Oculus Rift and Valve's thing, like two indie companies yeah. separately are both thinking, well, this is a good time to start bringing back virtual reality. So. Yeah. And at least for a Valve, you know, you think, you know, if they, if, if they, if they think they're onto something, maybe there is something there. Who knows? But I, I, said, know. I have vertigo and I have well, this vision problems, that, like, so this will never be for me. Even if, even if all three devices, Valve's device, Sony's device, Oculus Rift all come out, does that mean, are they tied to a specific hardware platform? You assume the Sony, the Project Morpheus stuff will just be for the PlayStation 4. Uh, if Valve comes out with something, is that going to be useful? Is that just going to be like any other controller where it could be used with any kind of like gaming platform or, or a PC? Mm-hmm. Or like what, like what kind of, like, or is there a proprietary software package? I imagine with Valve's like, it's intended to be an add-on to a PC. Like yeah. that, it would be just like an additional monitor system. It might have some specific hooks to the, like the, right. the, the, the Steam box or the uh, right. and, and yeah. Steam and stuff like that. But like that, that's the other thing. No one's really been talking about like, okay, so assuming all this stuff actually comes out in retail, like what environments, consumer environment does it come out like? Yeah. How much does it cost? Yeah. Who can use it? Yeah. How many different things can you use it on? See, the idea of there being three competing, <sighs> three like 3D things. Yeah, I'm sure they would all have different specs with very specific. I was going to say, so hard, software is really specific to each one. It's like, unless there's like, yeah. unless like Naughty Dog comes out with and something. And it seems like I'm software like would be very specific for virtual reality anyway. Yeah. Because that's even the one thing Notch brought up when he was talking about the Oculus Rift guys, where you think, uh, Minecraft would be a slam dunk for yeah. virtual reality because yeah, and he was pointing out that like virtual reality, at least in the way Oculus Rift works, it only works. The, the whole specialty thing about Oculus Rift is that it's super high frame rate and it's super non laggy. Yeah. That's the reason why it doesn't make people as sick as old virtual reality does because right. it's really responsive and high frame rate and it's supposed to look and it's high enough resolution. Not that not that you're ever tricked into thinking, oh my god, it's real life, right? But it's a good enough substitute. For real life, that when you're moving around, you're not gonna get, you're not guaranteed to automatically want to barf. Yeah. But then he pointed that like because it's Minecraft, you can't necessarily anticipate how complex. Yeah. Things people will build yeah. will be so like in any kind of world where it's like super crazy, anything that will cause Oculus's Rift uh, frame rate to take a hit is something that they just don't want. Right. And so they were talking about well, well maybe we'll just port Minecraft Pocket because that's yeah. designed to be a smaller experience and everything yeah. like that. But, yeah, that just shows, like, how much of a very specific kind of software can even be used on these things, much yeah. less proprietary software. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. 
It pro- the, the, none of those things would probably be just like a gaming PC where you could just hook it up to anything and it'll yeah. work. But yeah, yeah, I'm anyway. just not interested in this at all. It could be. I. It's like motion controls or just something. It's I just want to fucking yeah. play a game. I, this I wonder. This all the also the fallout from motion controls. Yeah. Where yeah. they're like, if you want motion controls, here's the real motion control. It's your yeah. head. Yeah. I'm um, just not interested in it, man. Yeah. Bill, I love your really evocative notes. Indie five equals reboot? Question <laughs> mark. Oh, I don't have time to uh, rewrite all the notes. Uh, is there rumored that Indy 5 will be a reboot? Oh, you didn't hear about this? You didn't I, hear about I'm this? I'm not, no. You didn't hear about this? Bill, I swear to God, the way I learn about pop culture you is by time reading for the Cat That's all I have time for, Bill, actually. <laughs> hey, you know, seriously, if you're gonna if you're going to wipe everything else off your table that week... If there's only one, two, <laughs> two pieces of pop culture you can enjoy, Cat Denning's breasts are not the right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, so there were rumors this week that um, not only will Indiana Jones, not only is Indiana Jones five happening, but that's going to be ground up reboot where they're just going to re- re- recast everybody. Not um, a bad call. I mean, and really. supposedly Frank Darabont, the guy mm. who did Shawshank Redemption and stuff, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. who had actually uh, spent like years working on scripts for indiana jones 4 yeah. there were rumors that he was working on indiana jones 5 he came out and said no it's all bullshit hmm. um he also came out and said, well the one of the, the the other big half of this rumor was not only would indiana jones 5 be a reboot but that who they were looking to cast for the, the new indiana jones was bradley cooper well, that's yeah that's the internet's reaction and Blah. frank darabont said this is totally man you no one has i have not heard anything about indiana jones 5 yeah. much less it being a reboot much less it's starring radley cooper much less i've never been asked to be involved in this at all mm. it's it's inevitable they will make a new indiana jones because sure. indiana yeah. jones is now owned by disney right yeah you know disney is not exactly lazy about whoring out its properties yeah. in fact there will be four more indiana jones movies that mm-hmm. will eventually tie in somehow to star wars right right indiana jones is gonna fall into a black hole mm-hmm no han solo is gonna fall in a black hole go right. back in time of turns course. out he hits his head and he's like yeah. i think my He's like, he lands in Indiana. The, uh, Next to a dog named Indiana. There we go. He's like, what should my new name and this new life be called? There we go. And he lands also, the the, the dog is owned by someone named Jones. He's like, <laughs> Stop, it, it, it's 1912. <laughs> and so for some reason, when he goes uh, back in time, he turns into River Phoenix. So Bill, are these your proposed Indiana Jones recasting? I was just throwing notes out there okay. at, like at three o'clock Bill, this morning. Bill's note says, Indy request casting equal sign. Aaron Eckhart, question mark. Yes! John Hamm, question mark. Chris Pine, question mark. Oscar Isaac slash Llewellyn Davis, question yeah! mark. Idris Elba, question mark. Chewy. I can never say his Chewy name. Chewy and four. As Brody, Jennifer Lawrence, Mads Mikkelsen as Belloc. Young Larry Fishburne would have made a great indie. Would he not have? Well, that's what got me thinking about. Man, you could cast Indiana Jones 5 with the cast of Hannibal. You got young Lawrence Fishburne as Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. You got Hugh Darcy as Brody because he's secretly English. I thought, this is true. I had no idea. You didn't know that. You got Mads Mikkelsen as evil Belloc because mm-hmm. he's just mm-hmm. vaguely European and he got weird <laughs> face. This is true. You have Alana Bloom. Uh-huh. I can't remember the actress's name Carolyn anymore. Carolyn Despite the fact the character doesn't even seem to show up on the show anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, she could be Marion Ravenwood. Yep, yeah, yeah, I'm Come down. Come on, just, I'm just saying. No. I'm trying to think. I really do think that my my Indiana Jones would be Jennifer Lawrence. We talked about this at length in a, on the podcast. That's no, it, You know what? That's I like the idea of gender or race uh, bending. Yeah. That casting. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. It's easy to say anything, Jennifer Lawrence. Like, everyone's no, like, no, no, no. you want to cast but a lady she, in Star she, Wars. Star she, Wars should be Jennifer Lawrence. No. Which, that's not a 
bad idea either. Indiana, she'd be Indiana Jones because she's charming. She's mm-hmm. a snarky badass. You can match her throwing the punch. She's, exactly. She's athletic. And, you know, she's just, I would totally believe it. I could believe her falling off a cliff and saving herself with a whip. And uh, the, the most essential thing the about Indiana Jones, even more than fighting or anything, is charm. Is, is charm and the perfect, like, oh, fuck me face. Yeah. Of, like, yeah. reaction to a situation where instead of being tough and brave, you're like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> exactly. Down on your luck. Well, yeah. that's one of the first things I suggested when I, when I heard about uh, Bradley Cooper. I was like, man, so maybe Sam Rockwell. He's still probably too old. I, you want a young Indiana Jones, assuming right. that they're going to make, they're going to make a dozen more Indiana Jones movies. But someone like that, Sam Rockwell, kind of like I, I can see a Sam Rockwell type of Pokemon. Jumpy? He doesn't have but the because the, the, Indy, Indy at the end of the day is a brute. He's a brute and an intelligent brute. Yeah. So it's like you got to have... He has have... to be able to put on the wire from glasses. Kind of exactly. like a little, little yeah. tweed jacket. But well, then... Man, see, imagine a lot of Jennifer Lawrence the little wire frame glasses. Yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. He's Darren Ravenwood is watch your face from uh, Uncharted. Brown haired lady with garbage can voice. <laughs> Hello. Old Mary Ravenwood. Wow. Claudia Blackbill. I'm not filming Farscape anymore. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Claudia Black, yeah. That'd be amazing. Oh, that's one of the best. Uh, the Obviously, other... Bill be on page. That would be the perfect lesbian bait right there. Why not? You know what? You know, you get Kirsten Stewart and Ellen Page <laughs> as Indian Marilyn Ravenwood. And, and the, the attaboy tomboy tumbler on yep. Tumblr just yep. fucking detonates. Yep. Oh, that's the other thing. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con panels I was watching. Uh, they were doing, uh, they had the. Uh, cartoon voice actors yeah. uh, reading uh, excerpts from the Empire Strikes Back script oh, as different things. Oh, that's Yeah, Elmira from <laughs> Tiny Toons. Tiny Toons. Uh-huh. She's a crazy black lady. I love her. I know, uh, this is the first time I've seen half these people's faces. Yeah. You had Daffy Duck. You had, yeah. oh, you had Finn from Adventure Time. Yeah. It was, was kind of too cute. Anyway, yeah. That's neither here nor there. Cute, cute, cute. Bill, uh, who would be your ideal Indiana Jones? That's why I was trying to brainstorm. And just Elba. You're thinking anyone now. He would have an oh, he has a good oh shit you face. You need someone oh shit He's got face the charm. So, who could be enough of a brute but smart? You give a punch, take a punch. He may be too old now. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Even the best people like Aaron Eric, Aaron Eckhart, who's kind of like. Aaron Eckhart would have been. You know what? Ten Aaron Eckhart looks ago. like the that concept art of Indiana Jones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I see people like uh, Matthew McConaughey. No. Yeah, he's. He could have done it again 10 years ago. Well, we were and watching... even then, he's a little too wiry. He's always been a little too. Uh, there's, we were watching Ed TV last night. He could he could have pulled it off in Ed TV era. Man. That's, all That's a hell of a sentence, Bill. Uh, I don't know. Uh, people have your own Indiana Jones choices. Uh, sentiment. You can have yeah. Beverly Cats could have played short round. Uh, oh man, actually Hedy and Park. I would totally see she's very goddamn cute. And... That lady, I, I hope that leads to her. Did you see her? I would bl- post? I buy her as Marion Ravenwood. Actually, she'd be a great Marion Ravenwood. Yes, I did see her. She's actually post. Asian, which makes sense because she's living in Nepal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her blog post about being yeah, yeah it was losing really her Hannibal role. Yeah. Um, no spoilers, please. Spoiler: Someone died on Hannibal. So we're uh, only talking about the actress. If you've never seen Hannibal, you don't even know what actress we're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, honestly, you could be seeing Hannibal and not know what actress we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the director of Uncharted Four has left Naughty Dog. As Bill jokes, Uncharted Four will now just be a Minesweeper clone. <laughs> What's going on at Night Dog? Yeah, so do you lose Amy Hennig and this this person who's basically your directing partner? Yeah. I mean, what the hell is happening? I would believe that enough time has passed. I would believe that maybe he 
if there was some sort of dis- like difference of opinions or something like that, that maybe he was with Amy or that he left as a protest or mm-hmm. something. But damn, yeah, what the hell? This also opens up a larger issue, too, where on NeoGAF, someone started a thread where they were supposedly blowing the doors wide open about what's really going on, not just at Naughty Dog, but at Sony in general. I read that. Did you see one of the people involved came out and did a response? Exactly. Did you see well, that? this is this, and the. Fucking I, I, scuttlebutt I even, bullshit. I, yeah, I only even heard about this thread because I think it was Justin McElroy came out and pointed this thread as, like, this is where shit gets liable. No, yeah, online. No, right? no, no, Where someone's just or, making shit Neil up where you can actually hurt yeah. people careers yeah when you're just making shit up about why what's going on yeah. in different studios is going on and yeah so uh who was it who came out on the thread was it the dri- it was a drive club guy oh, okay that's what he it was, was like and they're like oh yeah he left because this that and the other he's like no my son is a terminal illness and i want to spend what time with him before he dies things were going around drive club because it was supposed to be a launch title that has now sure. been delayed indefinitely but this person online just made up this whole story about how this guy had been fired and all this stuff and yeah yeah exactly his kid's sick yeah. And so he had, yeah. he's he's focusing on his goddamn uh, sick kid. Uh so this is no longer a story about Uncharted 4, I guess. Is <laughs> that's well, being no. disgusted by the internet? I I feel so bad for Naughty Dog because I'm like, what the hell? Because they were having such a good year. Yeah. And like they still have Neil Druckmann, they still have The Last of Us no, team. No, I know, they still have all those people. But they but haven't I just, had that great the A, a team a, and B team. Their B team blew the doors off and now there's all this drama with their A team. And this is gonna sound terrible and I real and selfish. Oh no. But I this is all making me sick because Uncharted is my happy place. Yeah. Uncharted means a lot to me, and now there's all this like turmoil and drama and pain that I associate with it because it's one of my mo- it's one of my most important media, and it's like now the people who ga- brought it to me are hurting and are going through this conflict and turmoil, and it really makes like I'm getting teary yeah, just thinking about know. it. It's just like and it's like and I'm and I'm a little bit like angry because this thing that is very, like a safe place for me is now like this broken and sad thing what if amy hennig's gonna be the lead on Ma- a mass effect for <laughs> <laughs> no really what i want amy hennig to do is i want amy hennig to have her own indie studio and make tiny indie games she just writes not you know what maybe she just writes fucking books <laughs> fuck video games she can do it in her basement by herself doesn't have to do well, anything she's been in games for like three years know. Oh, no, but she, that, that's dude. that's the thing you want someone who's that great at making games to continue making to make games, games not just suddenly yeah. just hit the eject pod and go off to another i would hate for her like to that. be burnt out but i would hate for her to be like the doctors from bioshock that's the thing. or I mean, bioware I mean, as much as I would have loved to have seen another Uncharted from her, I'm, I'm kind of happy to see. Because she's done Uncharted three times. I don't yeah. know what else she could do with Uncharted that she hadn't already done before. So uh, on that level, I'm glad to see. Hopefully her leaving was actually a you know on good terms. It wasn't her being forced out or whatever the hell the internet's saying. And I would love to see what she does when she's ill after her own yeah, devices. I want to yeah. see. And the I... same thing with the director of Uncharted 4. Yeah. With the, with the, the, with the with what's his face. So, yeah, but what's going on in Naughty Dog? Man? Yeah, what's going on? You know what? I, I wonder if uh, Neil Druckmann's like... Amy Hennig, an other dude who no one can seem to remember his name. Justin Richmond. You are now in charge of the Last of Us PS4 port. That's only that's all you get to do this summer. And for some reason, he sounds like a Bond villain. <laughs> Hello there. I'm... And they're like, you know what? Fuck, we're not this Last of Us port shit. We're going. Did you hear the rumors of the Last of Us uh, PS4 yes, I port? Did. I did. Was I not wrong? <laughs> So I was right. <laughs> I was, which is funny because, well, that got outed because like some Sony guy in Hungary or yeah, something like that yeah. was like, oh yeah, we got Last of Us, and then Sony's coming out and saying we have nothing to report at this time. Not even a denial, but it yeah. was like, <sighs> yeah. 
I don't Naughty Dog has made some of the most meaningful gaming experiences for me in the last couple of years, and it breaks my heart. I mean, gaming industry is a difficult and tumultuous industry, and yeah. there's no such thing as a steady job. But it hurt. It really breaks my heart to think of these people who've made things that are so important to me and my wife and my friends mm-hmm. that are hurting. So my heart goes out to all those affected. In other news, Peter Mayhew may end up in the new Star Wars. He just canceled a con appearance this summer for quote-unquote filming purposes. So who knows? Here's more bullshit scuttlebutt. Peter Mayhew isn't going to show up in Nebraska con, <laughs> so clearly he's in Star Wars. He must be filming Star Wars every day for the next year and a half. <laughs> uh, which is interesting, too. Well, it, it's, it's more interesting that he's uh, saying anything about filming anything because I yeah. didn't realize he had, his knees got all fucked up. He had he just had uh, double knee replacement surgery. Oh, bless his heart. And uh, so the fact that he's coming out now and saying, "Oh, I can't come to your con, not because I can't stand up, but I have to go film something." That's why yeah. people are like, no, if I know, he's going to go off and film no, anything, I know. I'm being an asshole. One thing is going to go oh, film. Oh yeah. And he was in the prequels, wasn't he? Didn't they have an yeah, actual for, like, Peter Mayhew? Well, yeah, yeah. When Chewbacca well, showed up. That's the thing. Like, it's it. Star Wars. It's it's actually more the creators of Star Wars who have come out and said this, like. I guess there was one part where, it, where they were filming The Empire Strikes Back and mm-hmm. Peter Mayhew, he, I think he was sick or something like for a week or something mm-hmm. like that. So they tried to get an, uh, somebody the same height as him to play Chewbacca. And you realize that he is, Peter Mayhew is such a very specific looping gate yeah, that like yeah. you can tell when it's him. Yeah. And so you can't, like even though it's just a guy in a suit, yeah. you it, if you're going to have Chewbacca, it yeah. has to be that guy. Yeah. And with this being a sequel, this totally makes sense that Chewie would show yeah. up and just like everyone's like... I know, it's Chewbacca! And everyone agrees that Peter Mayhew is one of the sweetest guys of the whole yeah. Star Wars. I met Peter Mayhew once at San, uh, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, he was out, he was waiting in line for Buka to Beppo. Yeah. So it wasn't even like I went up and got him in our right, but I have my, my, my photo taken with him. He's just so, he's such a, he, he really is like eight feet tall. Yeah. He's really sweet guy, but he's got like, he had a cannon, and that was like 10 yeah. years ago too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I even everything else aside, I'm glad to see he had surgery to fix his knees. Because I guess yeah. him being tall and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Him, it's, his bones and everything yeah. like that. So even uh, aside from the scuttlebutt that we're talking about. I'm no, I know. I'm being that. an asshole. He's doing well enough to even claim that he's filming anything. Let's put it that Good way. Good on him. So. The daughter of Osamu Tezuka. Did I say that correctly? I'm yeah. terrible. The father of modern manga. Found a stash of Tezuka's sexy mice pictures. Spoilers. Bill says, proof that we should be able to hire people to blow up our houses the moment we die. Is that not the world's best idea? <laughs> First thing they do is find your computer. Exactly. Smash it and burn it. <laughs> so even if it survives the explosion. I was going to say, the only... Of the only thing incriminating items I have in my house, and they're not really incriminating because I don't use them as, as spank bank. When we were having my birthday party and yeah. people were going to be in our house, Floyd's like, are you going to hide your gay manga? Because I have like three volumes of gay bear manga in my house. Okay. And they say on them, like, gay manga. And, then, and I was like, oh, that's not embarrassing. Else I was going to say, like, I'm like, yeah. every, guess what? People know I'm into beefy bearded guys. This is not un- uh, uncommon knowledge. And so she was like, I don't know. We should put it in the office. I'm like, fuck you. And you know what? What? No one saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh. and it's gross too. So y'all would have enjoyed. Well, it's Friday. funny because like me and Foley and three other people wound up hanging out in your bedroom during yeah. your birthday party too, which yeah. is funny. So I hope you weren't like hiding anything in the no. ba- bedroom, assuming no one will go in there because we we're like yeah. hanging out on your bed, like yep. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, exactly. Bill, what terrible things will they find in your home? Uh, well, I've got the Muppet. That I, I guess I fuck it <laughs> to my mouth every day, just out in the open. <laughs> I'm like Hannibal where I, I leave my trophies out in the open. Um, but yeah, this is, 
Uh, this part is you get now is sexy moisturizer not safe for work sketches found at his desk i'm immediately thinking what terrible things they're not sexual like, no they're, they're cute they're yeah yeah you, you can put on a t-shirt exactly People think you're weird but yeah it's not it's no weirder than any my little pony art i've seen online <laughs> yeah. let's put or it that not way even that. it's like there is it is a very kind of chaste sexuality. the weird one is lady turning into a snake and then crying <laughs> it could just be the stress and pressure of turning into a snake i think That's brian's true. right it could just be like sweat marks well she no longer is a butthole so she's confused <laughs> kid robot was having a sale this week they do vinyl toys and stuff yeah. and so i got one for my desk they have these things called labbits that are these rabbits and usually they're smoking a cigarette or something like that they not, had a, oh not labia i thought it was no, a sex toy they thing, have yeah. a there's a labbit that has a mustache and i was always like whatever that's dumb well then they came out with the same labbit and it has the same mustache but they also give it just like a band around its neck that's supposed to be a beard. And all of a sudden, now that it's a bearded labbit, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I bought one for my you. desk, and I love it so much. And they were having a sale this week, and the big, the 14-inch lap bearded labbit was uh, on, half off. So I was like, fucking yes, I'm going to buy this. Fully loves it because it does have a butthole. She enjoys that. Like a little painted on butthole? Or like oh, a well, it's, it's butthole. a plush. It's a plush animal, so they oh, have okay, a sewing yeah. butthole. And then on top of that, they, they have these blank vinyl toys that you can modify, and I've always wanted to get one because it's like the the money sort of design that sort yeah. of look except that um this one has like little little pointy ears and i'm like oh man i'm totally gonna make slowly make me a orange kitten oh uh, yeah toy. and uh, she was like well i have to add the butthole i'm like well i'm glad we'll have multiple animals in our house Did she have a freckled butthole because she got a yes. freckled nose and a freckled she has face a freckled butthole yeah, still. so yeah. if you did you if you put her head in like in there she would just be a freckled little cat this is true. Aww, exactly. That poor little kitty. <laughs> and the last note on Geek Week in Review this week, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trailer was uh, released. As Bill says, so many titty magnet nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see it? I laughed at your joke. I did watch it. As a Ninja Turtles fan. I was of the correct age that uh, I was a Ninja Turtle fan. Man, you know what? I Brian, who was on here briefly... Uh, is a young little baby. He turned 26 yesterday. Oh, so that's why he, he didn't grow up with the Muppets. He is younger oh, he's a than baby the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Anyone who's younger than oh, my little sister. Oh, I feel sister. like Grandpa now because I've always been <laughs> like, oh, you guys are growing so old and now yeah. you're like looking at yeah. them and going, oh, you guys are so young. Exactly. Oh, man. Oh, man. Bill, stop sniffing your testicoids. Annie bought me as a birthday, like, bladed, like, birthday gift. It's... It's I, we, I gave it to pack. you on the podcast. You just don't remember. Oh, did we already talk about this on the podcast? Well, we did a while ago. You can talk about it again. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a package of uh, pills called Testicoids. It's it's a little glass bottle from. It's labeled from 1961. It's uh, pills made out of testicle. Wait, extracts. where does that say 61? Because it looks older. And than penciled. That. Yeah, no, it looks older. So maybe that's when they were found. I thought there was some. I thought there was a... Oh, well, this is like a, the vendor when this is sold in an antique mall. Oh, no, this is what it is. On the side of label, 1961. Man, it looks older than that to me. It could have been. This looks like someone on Mad Men. It could have been eating this shit. I bet you that was like a, a batch number. But I love this. On the side it says, testicoids. The oral use of testicle extracts <laughs> must be based upon unknown constituents. Do you want to try As them? yet undetermined by a biologic assay and not upon testosterone as it is not present in significant amount. Oh. The prostate gland contains no psychologically active principle now determinable by a biologic assay. So that's their way of saying, take this shit, we can't guarantee anything. Exactly. Bill, please do not take this 50 year old testicle medicine <laughs> yeah, well, what if i get super testicles my, all my powers become testicle based i can impregnate 
any animal. <laughs> and even some not. <laughs> that Muppet, six weeks pregnant. <laughs> Through the mouth. Hey, everybody. <laughs> this was the Boy Howdy podcast. Did you see the thing about that, that redneck in Florida crashed his car after, like, riding up the lady's ass and then giving her the finger and all this stuff? No. Oh, you didn't see the footage of that? Like, no. the guy, this guy in the SUV is riding up on this lady's ass while they're driving down the highway. Yeah. So the lady inside the car starts taking footage of this guy. Sure. He ends up crashing his car because he's too preoccupied with sure. uh, 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 f- uh, freaking this lady out. But someone on, on the internet pointed out when the guy crashes, the lady laughs a total perfect witch hazel laugh. <laughs> talking about Ninja Turtles. Um, you don't care about April O'Neil's mutant thumb? Does she, she get thumb? You don't care about... Because it's what's-her-face from uh, Transformers. Oh, it's Megan Fox? It's Megan Fox. It's... it's Megan Fox? I thought she openly said shit about Michael Bay. I know. I don't know what Why happened. Why did he put her to work again? She must have like, shown up at like, his birthday party with no <laughs> pants on. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Wow. Anyway, um, I like that she had a little yellow and jacket. And why is April O'Neil not Emma Stone? And why is she not red-haired? That's all I care about. Man, Emma Stone would have been amazing. Yeah, I will say this. Emma Stone is too good for this Ninja Turtles. Blonde Emma Stone's on the cover of the Sook's Entertainment Weekly in the bathroom. Confuses the shit out <laughs> Well, she's blonde in Spider-Man. And I'm not even an Emma she's Stone fan. In Spider-Man. You haven't like... seen the Spider-Man. She's blonde in that. That's what I'm saying. I think that Did she, I her natural hair color is not red. Really? Yeah. Here, let me, let me be a creep and Google. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm going to do it. She's done. Hold on. Uh... Hold on. Shh, shh. Okay, Google. Emma Stone natural hair color. I'm glad that's going to be my search history forever. Oh, no. Uh, she is blonde. Really? She is a blonde. Jenna Paddow suggested she go red. Who? Jenna Paddow. How do you say his name? Jenna Apatow? Apatow. Apat- Siri! <laughs> Who are we talking about? <laughs> Emma Stone. Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> My web search turned this up. What? Okay, wait, wait. Siri, wait. How do I... Emma Stone's pubic hair. <laughs> My web search turned this up. <laughs> Does Emma Stone shave her pubic hair? <laughs> oh, God. Si- well, Emma Stone kissed me. <laughs> now that would be shocking. <laughs> touch with us you can also use the contact form on our website you can rate us on itunes if you're so inclined and we love you all (laughs) it's the worst sequel to 2001 ever (laughs) talk to y'all next week love you guys